This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic called life <laughs> this song's called kind of <laughs> this song's called plans this song's called a few of my favorite things <coughs> hey buddy hi mike how are you man uh, i guess i'm okay i think i'm okay i don't know what i'm gonna do later today <laughs> what's up doc what's up man dude you like uh let's get right into it i'd love to get right into it with you I don't know if we have time. Uh, well, we do have ads um, later today. But um, I want to tell you congratulations on an amazing campaign with Scissors for Everyone. Thank you so much. Did I show you that somebody sent in a logo? No way. Let's see it. I don't know if I could easily pull it up because I, I wasn't like- anticipating this happening. But we have sold out. There are surprisingly... And I don't know how this happened, but not enough scissors for everyone now. Well, what? There's not enough? No, we sold so many scissors for everyone that we no longer have enough. Whoa. <laughs> sleeping and fucking and sleeping. Sleeping and fucking and sucking and eating and fucking and sleeping and fucking and sucking. Man, there's so many. That song really opens my eyes to all the different things that you could do. <laughs> fucking and sleeping and eating and sucking? Yeah. Crunching and munching and sucking and loving. Crunching and munching and sucking and loving, you said. <laughs> I'm just trying to get... That's right what you said? I do want to say that Ryan Faroki did a great job on the episode. It, it, You know, he's been having some computer problems. Ryan's been having computer problems? I know. Can you even believe it? Can you even believe it? Oh, my God! Isn't it great? It's so good! Yeah. Scissors for everyone. The baby will be entertained for hours. Yeah. <laughs> slap, slap. <laughs> so that's that. Dude, I think this needs to be on a shirt. Yeah, I got. I bought it from him. Like you put it above the pocket. Yeah, and the pocket's like hanging off. Yeah, and the pocket <laughs> is, yeah, ripped off. <laughs> There's a spot for a pocket, but it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the threading where it mm-hmm. should be. I like it. Um, But I wanted to shout out. Uh, give a shout out to Ryan, who's working with a frustrating computer. He has a um, fractured uh, hard drive. He's fractured but whole. Yeah. But I will say this. He did an excellent job with the edit. I saw that he added some Edward Scissorhands clips. Is that right? Scissors for everyone bit. That's fine. And I thought that was pretty fun. And Good wonderful. job, Ryan. So shout out to Ryan for that. Um, Mike. Yes. You drove a car for a long time recently. That's correct. Can you talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? Are you okay? I can if you'd like. You seem different. Yeah, I'm different. 
Are you okay? Do you I think did a lot of thinking in the car. What was it like? Um, <laughs> it was very boring because on this particular route that I went on, there's not much to look at. Okay. So imagine there's 13 hours where there's not much to look at. Imagine okay. that. Thinking about it. Kind of boring. So what are you talking about? Like industrial stuff? Like... No, like nothing. Oh, so like just... Nothing. <laughs> Clear your mind of all things. You were driving and that's in what the driving void. Route 5 <laughs> is like. You're driving in pitch blackness. It was like that, but with the lights on. <laughs> so you, there was nothing... Like you weren't lamppost, street sign. Nothing. It was just the cold, Plus, dead. Life. It was those things minus those things. <laughs> Plus, being hot equals what it was. Let me put on my bifocals. Mm-hmm. So, and how much of the drive was that? Most of it. Most of it. Damn. Yeah, once in a while, like the um, the fields changed to woods once you get to like Oregon, mm-hmm. and then that became boring pretty quick. <laughs> and then um, Mount Shasta, you ever seen Mount Shasta? Uh-uh. It's like a I've volcano. Heard of it. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see a crazy big mountain. And you could see that. Mm-hmm. Like and from- I like stopped off and I looked at it. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, what else you got? Was it like easy to spot? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a giant mountain. <laughs> so like if there's just one giant mountain and around it, there are no other mountains? There's like way smaller mountains. Okay. So it's just the bigger mountain of this yeah. skyline. You want to see a picture? Mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture. That brings us to our sponsor this week. Pictures. Is Mount Shasta. <laughs> Mount Shasta. It's Ex- bigger than the other one. We have an interview with the ex-volcano Mount Shasta. <laughs> um, you're looking at this thing and you're 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 picturing it spouting uh, like lava into the air. Yeah, and it's terrifying. Oh, you're like, there's fuck. nowhere to yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh, you took this picture. That's great, man. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good. That's a good photo with a semi truck for scale. Yeah. There's the truck and there's the mountain behind it. The mountain is. Little smaller than the truck. Very impressive. Damn. And you can imagine someday that thing's going to explode. I don't think that that works like that. Is it active? I don't know. I could could see. Let me look up a little something. Hey, Siri. (laughs) Is Mount Shasta still an active volcano? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. Mount Shasta is a dormant volcano in Northern California in the United States. It's dormant. Yeah, so we're okay. You can just look at it. And there's snow on top of it, which is kind of like a big fuck you to a volcano. (laughs) Dude, it also says on the Wikipedia that it's potentially active. You could find any information you'd like on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually true. My friend Eric Friedman has this really funny bit. He just put a uh, a clip out about it. Uh, You can literally find any like anything you want to be true you could find on the internet. oh sure yeah 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 right the problem with that is everything is, is, the, is everything yeah. but the but the problem with that if you think that's your foolproof plan is that there's many more things that would dispute that yeah that's exactly what i'm and saying and i think like depending on the things that people feel like affect their lives more mm-hmm. are the things that people kind of argue about but there's a lot of things that are like 
just facts. Like, you know, one day a volcano could erupt and kill us all. Like, that's, that's just true. Which one? One day, a volcano could erupt. could erupt and kill us all. You can't dispute that. That's science. I guess you can't, but then you get into particulars. Yeah, well, sure. Like, you're like, point to it, and you couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I think Vesuvius, and I think Yellowstone, I think Yellowstone National Park itself is like an active volcano. Is that right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're scared of that one. It went off. Probably like billions of years ago or something. But there are volcanoes going off all the time that don't kill us. Yeah. It's just that there are some that are called super volcanoes. Yeah. And that's real scary because sure. they'll just fill the sky with ash and our atmosphere just won't be able to like disperse it. And the yeah. ash will cover the sun and we'll all die. Interesting. <clears throat> what if someone was to put tape over the top? That's actually electrical tape. A really good point, Mike. Thank you. I was actually reading last night on Reddit that there's like a bunch of things that we still don't know about like really um, tape things we rely on like tape yeah totally like tape like apparently adhesives like just anything that's adhesive we, we don't, don't know anything we don't 100 <laughs> understand it how does it stay like isn't that, that awesome yeah and there's some adhesives that if you rip it off really fast in the dark you could see like a spark happen is that right yeah and that's love that's the power of love <laughs> and also um anesthesia yeah. That we don't fully understand how it works. Anesthesia is that movie with, with the girl who's poor. <laughs> and because she's poor, it's gross. Because she's poor, she can't um, feel pain at the doctor. No. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Correct. Man, that's fun. But anyway, so, but when you drove, like, how, so you, where did you drive from? You drove from California to where? I drove from LA to Salem. Oregon. To Salem, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So was there any, like, even the beginning of it, was it kind of, was there any scenic parts other than? There's a really pretty thing that happens when you get about an hour outside of, it actually may not even take that long, an hour north or so of L.A. Mm. It, it becomes like rolling hills to the point where it looks like an old, like, desktop background for yeah. a screensaver. <laughs> yeah. And it's really Windows beautiful. Vista. Yeah. And it's very like <laughs> jarringly different. My first thought was after driving through like hours and hours of nothing is that we have plenty of room for everyone. I talked about this on the other podcast. Yeah. But I just think that there is room to put everybody. You just got to build some houses. Yeah. There's just those places where it's like nobody wants to set up a business there or a small town because they're like, this is the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we, you'd have to rely on people moving there mm-hmm. to like really thrive. But you're right. There's but so much fucking like, room. What's Palm Springs? Palm Springs is like just a quiet desert town. Like, yeah. No, I know like what it is, but I'm saying like, what's to stop someone else from putting another palm springs two hours north of yeah you just you would just have to hope people would be down here's the here's the here's the pitch you know how you don't have a house right now you could have a house (laughs) yeah 
That's you my would pitch. just be two hours in the middle of from the middle of nowhere. Well, it wouldn't be nowhere if you put stuff there. True, but you'd still be like, you know, it's like because what Palm Springs is like, like two hour, two three hours from here. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like if you if you went further to like more of a desolate desert, then that's like you know I don't know. It's you'd have to establish. I think you could do it if you're like, well, the housing will be cheap as fuck. There'll be like all these amenities and shit. We have an Arco. We have an Arco. That's kind of what I saw happen is like every 50 miles, there's an exit in the middle of nowhere where they have like four palm trees in the desert to make you. That's like the embassy. Yeah. And they have an Arco station and they have like a. What's the name of the gas station that's just the number? Like oh, a yeah. 74? Uh, uh, yeah. 70, six, 76. 76. And they have a McDonald's every time. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times they'll have a Starbucks. And that's like the foundation. That's yeah. like the monopoly. Like you have the, the three red houses. Yeah. And you want one more and then you could have one greenhouse. Yeah. And, you'd <laughs> and then you build out from there. So like sometimes there's like an outlet of some sort. And sometimes there's like a go-kart track. And sometimes there's like a mini golf place. And then like a house for whoever runs that. And then I think you continue to build outwards. I think you could like... And that's the computer game Civilization. <laughs> what if we like crowdfunded a small city? <laughs> and it, you and I could be the mayors or one of us could be the mayor. Okay. And another person could be like the treasurer and the the like whatever. You can't you come up with this like legitimate like infrastructure. Yeah. But it's like a bonkers place. Like you have like you obviously have your things like your Starbucks and your McDonald's and whatever. Mm -hmm. But like we could do whatever we want with this little city. You're talking about Sim City. Yeah, but imagine like driving down the road and there's this big sign that says like, "What the fuck are you still doing? Going the wrong way?" Or so like some kind of weird like draw people in kind of like what like what did that just say uh -huh. and then it could just keep these signs could keep popping up that are like you're almost too funopolis or something <laughs> funopolis. or like funny annapolis funny annapolis dude and all comedyville that, all the exit signs are are magic eye right patterns right so you gotta like really take your eyes off the road and focus could, dude it could be like you know how <laughs> you gotta drive to the sign and then back up <laughs> and stare at there's like a big line oh it's sailboat it. town <laughs> i think is what it is it's a schooner yeah dude like uh <laughs> you could like do it like meow wolf like it could be like an art installation mm -hmm. city Okay. That like has like bonkers shit everywhere. Okay. And it could be, and the housing could be like you. They could have those tiny houses. It's just, it's just bounce houses. Yeah, some of them could be. Yeah. You could have them all look like solar powered houses. bouncy houses. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could crowdfund something like this if enough people were interested in it. There has to be a reason why a lot of this stuff doesn't work or hasn't already happened. Right. But I remember when like there was like a big push for solar. And then, like, politicians got on the TV and they were like, but sometimes the sun isn't out or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. And then they forgot about it. But the sun is always out. <laughs> the sun is In the desert. Out. And I would stop and it'd be like 110 degrees. So why can't we, like, trans... This is, like, 
obviously I know that there are answers for all this. Just There's I don't There's totally know. answers for all this. So why can't we like trap heat and sun and make it into energy and power towns in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yeah, I think they're and trying. All, dude, here's what you do. Here's with the way that late stage capitalism works and with the way that people work, here's what you do. You have, you go in the middle of nowhere and you put an Arco station and a Starbucks and a bouncy house and a Motel 6. That's how it starts. And then instead of like an Amazon building, you put a TikTok content house. Yes. And every time you go make something in the house, it's guaranteed to be seen by a hundred thousand people. Yeah. And people will move there. Yeah. And make that their whole life. Yeah, you build an apartment complex. You yes. build like a big housing complex. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of a fun name for it, but I can't at the fun moment. Fun funplex. <laughs> and Sure. And enter entertainment <laughs> fun plex. Entertainment fun. I'm going I'm going to Zizix to live in an entertainment fun plex. Dude, I think that where all of this ends, like truly, is in the idea that a volcano, the volcano will yeah. kill us all. Is that like people own that land? Uh-huh. And they refuse to like I think the government owns the land. Yeah, or the government or whatever. Like yeah. someone owns that land. Right. And they're like either they don't want to do that or they've already crunched all their numbers and mm -hmm. it's just not worth any amount of money to try to yeah. build infrastructure somewhere that there's just zero return of investment or whatever. The other thing I saw was that Farmers are really upset with whoever's in charge at the given moment. It's been, I saw a lot of signs that said like, fuck Gavin Newsom about like, there was signs that said that they're dumping water in the ocean. And there's obviously stories behind all this stuff that I don't know, but I was like, I'd like to, I'd like someone to sit me down and, and talk to me about it because it's very interesting. It's like they put giants the farmers like the pistachio farmers or whatever will put giant signs by the highway that say like fuck gavin newsom or, or uh let's go brandon yeah or, yeah, or yeah whatever man so i was like what were they gonna do that was gonna like save this place or enable it for towns to be here or or what i just you know you drive through la and you see so many people sleeping on the street and you're like and then I, I fly over places. I don't know if you've ever been in a plane across the country, but there's just like states where nothing is there. Yeah. And you're like, why don't we like do stuff here? Yeah. And then there has to be answers for that. that yeah, there's know. always answers. And it usually leads to some kind of greedy power money thing. Mm. And that's the sad part. Yeah. But yeah, like they're even looking into like filling like abandoned buildings with housing for unhoused. Good, already buildings there and stuff. Yeah, put up some wallpaper or whatever the fuck. Uh, which actually brings us to our first sponsor, Scissors. Everything scissors. Everything is scissors. Are these a competitor? To... Imagine a home where everything is scissors. Move into scissors with your family. Be careful though. You guys might think that this is some kind of gag. But in actuality, I tell me if this is a relatable feeling. Is this the commercial? You ever have, uh, um, you ever have a uh, one of those like those Swiss Army knives, and they've got all sorts of fun tools in there. Yeah. What if one of the things was a house? <laughs> what if one of them was a house you could live in? 
What if one of them was an active volcano? It has a nail file and a screwdriver and a knife and a house. And a tiny home. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there always rich people moving into the tiny homes? Because they love it. They love having three properties and one of them is a cute thing. They can turn into an Airbnb, maybe. <laughs> and then overcharge somebody else they to stay there for it. 20 minutes. Yeah, people with a lot of money love to figure out how to make more money from people that don't have money. And then they like to take pictures with their house like look at what we're doing look to at, save the world yeah <laughs> and then there's people that are like we got enough money build a hobbit house we can make people rent out if they want and then we have all those tiktokers come in and our place will blow the fuck up <laughs> and we draw them in with that nerdy shit scissors everywhere is a new brand that mike and i have been absolutely spending every second of our goddamn time putting our lives and money into yeah our personal lives have suffered because we think everything should be scissors also our financial lives have suffered because i'm still not sure what it means imagine when you've got that swiss army knife yeah and you're checking out all the stuff and then bam what do you got there scissors mm -hmm. those little scissors and you're like wait a minute i got a pair of scissors on me that's also a knife and a toothpick and then you could slice up stuff with the little scissors and you're like, what the fuck, man? All right. Well, if I ever need scissors, I got scissors on me. That's an exciting feeling. We want to bottle that feeling and give it to you everywhere all day. So your idea is Swiss Army knives. That's your new idea. That's just scissors. Like different types of scissors? Like I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a relatable thing. I'm sitting in a chair. Maybe I'm sitting on a couch. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need scissors. Yeah. You reach over to the side of the couch, boom, press a button, scissors come out. Oh, fuck, okay, good. I needed scissors. I got it. Done. Scissors go back in. Let's say you're in the fridge, and you're like, oh, man, I got these fresh kiwis. But this goddamn wrapper is not coming off. And I got to rip this fucking red tape these fucks put around the... Imagine that there's scissors at any moment that you can reach for and grab, just like the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I think it's a little change the world. We're going to put scissors around your neck. Yeah. What if we were able to cut the desert and see if there is a town underneath that we can live? <laughs> what if you use the biggest scissors in the world yeah. to cut a little square of land? Yeah. And that could be your land. And that could be your home. <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, I'm so sad because uh, well, we could jump, we could talk about this in a second. But uh, once you got to your destination uh -huh. on your trip, mm -hmm. were you like relieved and also yes. dismayed a little? Yeah, I took. I had a couple destinations. I I stayed like halfway. I stopped and I, I hung out with uh, our friend Felicia, our good friend Felicia, mm. and uh, we had a nice dinner and I stayed like kind of in the Napa Valley area. Oh, that's nice. And that was nice. Um, and then I drove the rest of the way. I got to uh, Salem and it seemed like a very nice town. They have a lot of nice little like mom and pop restaurants and, and stuff where, like that. That's where Ryan went for that theme park. Enchanted Forest? Yeah. It's right outside there. Yeah. yeah. Did he say that? That was fun. I always see signs. He oh, went there. with his girlfriend and sent us like all these pictures. Ryan, please put yeah, him in. Yeah. 
Enchanted Forest, I have never been there, but based on the signs, it seemed like like a if a mini golf course was a whole <laughs> theme park. <laughs> Did it have that Dude, type of a That's such a good descriptor of it. <laughs> because you're like they don't have like there's no real there's no like Mickey Mouse or there's no like finding Nemo ride because there's no rights there, to any of that. There's stuff. rides though. I'm sure there are, but it's like the wizard's robe yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's very like yeah. generic. The princess's cavern. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Dude, designing that. Okay, so what does Disneyland have? <laughs> <laughs> Tea cups. Okay, the coffee cup, the right? Mug, the, yeah, the, the mug. Spinny mug. The mug spinners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the spinny mug. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's what I assumed that that was. I would have liked to have stopped off more, but um, the drive was so long that I was like, like I had full intentions of like stopping off and taking pictures everywhere. And I tried to take as many pictures as I could where I did stop off, but there was nothing like I tried to stop off and find like some kind of hidden gem or or go off the beaten path. But the ride was so long that I was like, I don't want to delay the destination yeah, and you're too worried about like having to be you want enough time to relax getting caught settle. by forest people yeah, yeah yeah there's not much time do you feel like if you had no time limit and you're like i'm just gonna take two weeks and drive i just take a road trip through california yeah. go wherever the fuck i want you like, know what I would do? What? I would shift over about three hours and just do the the Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, hell Because yeah. then it's li- it's the opposite problem. It's like every couple seconds you want to stop off and like look at this fucking beautiful sunset yeah, or something. Yeah, somehow it's like if you even – so how long was that drive? Is 13 hours you said? Yeah, but on the Pacific Coast Highway, it's like it adds right. know, so much more time. So that's what I'm saying. Like does that, fe- does that number – become less daunting when there isn't like a time crunch yeah my least favorite thing was i literally felt like for four days i was late for four days (laughs) and like i couldn't really sleep because of it yeah and that was a huge bummer i wasn't smoking so i couldn't like put myself out yeah and uh i didn't like that so my really my favorite times were like having dinner with felicia um the show's were really fun. I met a lot of nice people, but then like, as soon as the shows ended, it's immediately like, I got to start driving back on the road. And then on the way back, I, I found the one hidden gem. I don't know how hidden it. I didn't know about it in Sacramento. I stayed at this place called, um, the citizen hotel. And it was made out of the first high rise ever in Sacramento. And the building is 98 years old and it used to be a big insurance building. And they have all of these like law books, um, like decorating the lobby and stuff like that. It was just a really old, really cool. tall, cool building. So that kind of made it worth it. That's fun. So you got yeah. to see some cool shit. Yeah. Uh, but like no time limit, just driving around to see what you could see. And I would have liked if Zoya was there. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. It would have made it better. But doesn't that sound nice? Like it sounds yeah. way nicer than like, ah, I got to fucking be in this place or whatever. <coughs> do you, yes. So ultimately, do you feel like you're glad you didn't fly or did you enjoy yeah, it? Flying somehow would have been more expensive, which was really weird because I didn't go into Portland. I would have tried to go into Salem and that is, you know, they have a tiny airport and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I also very much needed to like get out of the city. 
and have quiet time. And I, I said to everybody before I went, I was very much looking forward to the drive up and very much not looking forward to the drive back. And that's kind of how it, it Dude, worked out. That's like my feeling when I do a big road trip mm-hmm. is like, no matter what, my brain won't let me think about how there's still the drive back. Yeah. That's coming. Like, I can't get it out of my brain. I think it makes it less. Yeah. 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 I know what you're saying. I think it, if, I had literally like two or three more days on each side where it wouldn't have messed up anything else and I could still maybe work or just not work or just take a fucking vacation like right. a real person right, right. Um, and go up the Pacific Coast Highway and stop every couple hours and like sleep kind of whenever you yeah, want type yeah. thing. I think it would have been a much different trip. Yeah, and I think the way to make the way back less terrifying or terrible or whatever something that you make it different not the boring thing in reverse yeah make it different (laughs) exactly like don't do it yeah don't do the exact thing dude like take a different route and like make it find exciting things to do on the way home yeah i stopped off at this one town that had a sign that says that it was established in like 1849 or seven or something like that and it was literally like Picture an old west, like saloon, squeaky doors. There's one building every block. Guy playing the plunky piano. Yeah. Like <laughs> no women way. with frilly dresses going yeah. like this. Like waving. Hey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, would, would you like a bottle? A giant bottle that says XXX on <laughs> All we have is XXX. <laughs> XXX like. <laughs> Ultra XXX. And Dozekis. Trezekis. So. Um, I stopped off just to pee and none of the gas stations had like a bathroom inside. Oh shit. And I had to, to piss in this outhouse that was full and it looked like it was full for like ever. And I had never seen the like, combination of, I told Zoe it was like pineapple juice and Mr. Pib got put in the oven for a week and a half. Whoa. It was, uh, incredible and disgusting. And uh, was it like an old timey outhouse? Um, no, it was like a one of those like blue plastic body? things, but that had never been like tended no one's to ever, ever. going to empty it, dude. So if you sat on it, you'd be touching liquids. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sit on it. Even if I had to, I would rather shit in my pants <laughs> and live with it for if somebody was like, if a wizard came out. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I was like, weird. you could either sit on this toilet with your ass <laughs> and poop into it, or you have to poop into your pants and have the rest of the drive like that. And even if you stop at a hotel, you can't change your pants. I would have been like, first of all, there's no upside to this. Second of all, I'll do the shit in the pants. It Third was of the all, grossest, magic is real. It was the grossest place I ever had to be for a second. I got spilled coffee in my beer. That's okay. You look great. Thanks, um, man. But it Wait. was really, really, really gross. And normally when there's really gross shit, you could take a picture and kind of have a laugh. And I couldn't even do – I was like, nothing comes out of my pockets. My shirt was yeah. up over my head. You don't want to expose anything no. to that. I'll, I'll just like point my dick where I think the toilet is and finish and be out. Wow. It was incredible. And, did and I didn't want to talk to anyone because it was one of those uh-oh places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Where you don't want to, where you don't want to cause trouble. Zoya was like, I would have fucking shit on the floor. And I was like, I know that you are saying that, <laughs> but this is the type of place like Damn. Russia. 
Like, if you get in trouble, you're there. Yeah, you can't come Like, home. they make you yeah. part of the town. Right. You are the saloon door. It's like Hotel California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can check in, but you can't leave. Yeah. Dude, I, did you feel like you were going to overflow it at any time with your piss, or you weren't looking, No, really? I don't feel like my contribution would have made a dent. Okay. Yeah. But do you feel like there's an overflow situation that will occur in there? I don't know the way the physics work out. I just know, you know how. Like, you don't think that could be filled until it's. It takes to a lot to out. fill the bottom. Yeah. A lot. Like, years. But you know how sometimes they have that little urinal piece on the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. That was like <laughs> so, a head of beer, yeah. like, filled to the top. And I was like, so much has to happen for this. I'm going to throw up thinking. Yeah, I'm it. starting to feel sick. It was like. <laughs> It was worse than I could describe. I can't even imagine it, man. Because this part was like... That's what I'm saying, the <laughs> sit-down part. And, like, I peed into it, and, like, it, like... Oh, man. You created high. a channel. <laughs> Dude, it's like you... Like, um... You were parting the... You ever put milk in orange juice? And the f it kills the <laughs> foam? Yeah, it kills the foam and it like separates. Yeah. Like you ever um, get a coffee at a diner and you put an expired thing into yeah. it and you could see. The little chunks? Yeah. <laughs> My dad and I walked into an overflow and I uh, Coming up like out of the toilet? To sit on. That's insane. What? How do you? How did? We've, we've been questioning this. Like the last person <laughs> who contributed to it. Like, what are they thinking? Are they like, I'm just gonna add poop to this mountain? You know what's the last thing they say before they do that? They go, watch this. <laughs> God damn it! You they really you did. never seen nothing like this. You don't this. think I could do it? You don't think you dare me to do like this? Um. Do you think, have you, well, first of all, let me start this with a have you ever. This is why everyone needs scissors. This is why everyone needs scissors. Just cut the top part off and move it. That's all I'm saying. Imagine a compartment on your shoes. Cut the top part and move it. Imagine a compartment, imagine a compartment in, on your shoe that had scissors on it. Problem would have been solved. I would have never had to have pissed in that gross place if I had scissors. I've, have you ever? And I'm not. Let's say not when not not being a kid, not not as a kid, but as an adult. Have you ever pooped underwater? Underwater? Yeah, like in a tub or like in the ocean. No. Like people poop in the ocean all the time. Like people, people, people poop in the, poop ocean, in the ocean all the time. All the time. Who? Like when you're on a boat or something and you're out in the middle of nowhere, you just fucking stick your ass off the boat and you shit in the water. There's no toilet on the boat? Sometimes there isn't, yeah. Like when you're on one of those boats that's like a, you know, yeah, like a small boat and you're fishing with your family or whatever. Right, but that's not, that's not what I pictured when you said pooping underwater. Well, I'm just saying, have you, and now I'm giving you an example of like how it could happen. I've pooped into water. Right. We all have pooped into water. But has your have you ever felt the feeling of submerging your butt into water and then pooping into it? Yeah, right? Maybe it would help. That's why people fall into the toilet. Maybe it helps like maybe it helps yeah. Like maybe, when they do those tub births. Yeah. 
I want a tub berth for my poop. What but then you have to sit in the water with your chef. See, that's where I'm saying, like, is there a thing where you could just dump your butt into it? That way your whole body doesn't have to go in. You could do that in your toilet. You could do it in, well, maybe. It depends on how big your toilet is. It depends on how much water is in the bowl. You'd have to do it in a bath, right? And then Well, you could put submerge your butt in the bath. Then let me ask you this. You poop. You do that know, exact see, thing. I know. And you poop. And then I know. what? I know. So that's why the poop, that's why the tub is not a good idea. <laughs> because then you got to fish your poop Dude, out. it would literally be like, whoa, that, what a great life-changing oh, experience. so good. What are we going to do this? Yeah, you gotta, now you put on the glove. Yeah. Or you could get like, you know those cat, like... <laughs> Like the fish yeah. thing? When no, you the clean cat, your... the cat, the cat, the like, the kitty litter scooper. Yeah, uh-huh. You just get that and, and get your poop and then put it in the toilet. It's right there. I don't think that part is worth that it. That part might not be worth I'm it. I'm like, there's no way shitting into water feels so good that I'd like to fish my well, poop out. I think an experiment is at, is in order. Go ahead, you have a tub. A lake. It has to be a lake. It could be a lake. I mean, I'd be afraid of, like, fish... How about this? New suggestion. You ever do those lazy river floats? You do that, but you don't have a bathing suit on. No, you just pull your pants off. Yeah, and you're like this. And you shit into it. And then it's like, what if these turds come up and then they just kind of surround your raft while you end? Yeah, and they're all kind of like floating around you. Yeah, dude. You're like splashing the water like to try to... Man, a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks. Rocks and, and twigs. A lot of dirt. A lot of dirt. What? What's all this floating dirt? Floating mud in the <laughs> pond. Dude, you go, you buy a ticket for the lazy float from a guy. And he's like, have a good time. Don't fall in. No matter what you do, get out before the end. And you're like, okay, oh, yeah, I'm going to no. get out before the end. Oh, he's like, no. listen to me. You've never been here before. I'm telling you. There are signs. We put up signs. Get out before turned back, it's called. I know you want to. Some people want to get out of it and just. Some people want to see it all the way through. And they I want to that. see it all the way through. Don't do that. And There's that's why God made waterfalls. And then like you're almost to the end. You're like, why is it smelling someone's shitty? Yeah. And you see the guy. The guy's in a Jeep going like a thousand miles. Time to get it. Everybody out! I told you to get out. Okay. It might be worth <laughs> the experiment to see if it feels good to poop underwater. Go ahead. I'll give it a shot, and I'll report back. You have to tell me the whole thing. Okay. Like, what happens afterwards? I gotta make sure I'm taking a lot of fiber, eating fiber. Oh, dude, if you were in a tub. I know, I know. But what if it feels so good? And you had, like, little Caesars beforehand? What if you knew it wasn't going to be a good one? In that case, you wouldn't have to fish anything out. Yeah, it was just watery. That's arguably worse. Being able to fish out a fully formed turd is way cleaner than, like, you drain the water and now you're scrubbing fucking your fucking... That's, Little bits? Yeah. Well, you just run the shower. Like, I'm not talking about the tub. Is you that run, how you clean your tub is I'm running saying, the shower? Listen, I'm saying you run the... I'm saying... You're, you drain it as soon as it's done. You let it drain. Then you run the shower and you get like a brush 
and you spray a bunch of disinfectant shit in there, and then you just kind of do I little this. Yes. It's maybe worse, but I want it. I but that's part of the experiment. Maybe this is not a good experiment. It's like what if, what if diarrhea could be pleasant if it didn't, if you didn't, if you could poop it underwater. And then we're talking about a new invention here, where you don't have no like like uh, uh, it's it's like a tub that you can dip your butt in. It's like a toilet you could dip your butt in. Go shit into a um, sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can be alone with your thoughts and you're you covered in your shit. All right. I want to thank Headgum. I want to thank our sponsors. Keep the lights on on the uh, on the old studio, the old DB studio. And I want to thank you guys for checking out our sponsors because, of course, that's how this works. And uh, it's really awesome. And they like it. It works so well that they keep being our sponsors. And that's because of you guys. So thank you for checking this stuff out. And, uh, you know, if you've never checked out our sponsors, but you think our show's kind of funny, now's the time. Maybe just go check out the website, even if it's something you're not super interested in. Mike and I really do curate what we advertise on the show. And uh, we wouldn't sell you guys bullshit. We want you guys to enjoy things and have good shit. And then sometimes they email us and they say, You're, these are the sponsors of the week. We say, okay. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes because we're too busy. And then we get surprised <laughs> that we don't know what the sponsor is. Guys, let's talk about Squarespace. You know, we love Squarespace. They've been around since the beginning, I feel like, even if that's not true. It's They're one of the feels. longest running, just sponsors of internet stuff in general. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and they really help a lot of folks out. Mike Falzone has that Squarespace site. I certainly do, and I love it. I literally just renewed my don domain name oh, yesterday. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Because That's it's so worth it. And I see that come through, and I'm like, and dude, I'm like, dude, I will I not let that go to the, um, the unsolved mysteries folder. I'll, I'll take care of that right now, and I did, and I do. And I'll tell you... If you've ever wanted to make a website looks as professional and cool as MikeFalzone.com, then you're going to want to check out Squarespace because, you know, maybe you've been sitting on that website idea or, you know, whatever. You want your own internet place. You could also probably do a way better job because mine is very basic. Maybe. You can go see a very basic website at MikeFalzone.com or you could choose for one of several award-winning templates. That's right. Uh, so it looks like you hired a designer to do your website, but you didn't. But you didn't. That's right. And you don't have to install anything. You can do it all from your phone. It's really simple. Just go check it out. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com for that free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you go to squarespace.com slash banter. And you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com for that free trial. And when you're like, dang, I think I want this out on the internet. Let's do it. You go to squarespace.com banter and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of that website or domain. How fun and easy is that, muchachos? Both of those things. It's both fun and easy. Thank you, Squarespace. Guys, Quip. Quip's another great company that we've had uh, on the show for a while. Uh, my bathroom is littered with Quip, Quip stuff. Is that right? 
Yeah, I got the toothbrush, I got the uh, floss, I got the mouthwash. The mints. Yes. Gum. Mints taste nice. <laughs> save that and we'll save that good health starts with good habits guys and i'll tell you i've been sticking to these good habits because quip has been in my life now for quite a bit and it makes it easy because it delivers all the oral care essentials that you need to care for your mouth right to your door. Of course, there's the electric toothbrush from Quip that's loved by over 7 million mouths and has those timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses that guide a dentist recommended two minute clean in your mouth. It's lightweight, it's sleek, it looks cool, comes with that little mirror mount so that it looks like a ooh hot future bathroom. And on top of all the brushing, Man, you can upgrade with a new... Oh, there's a new smart motor. It tracks and improves your brushing with an app. And you get rewards while you brush, like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. So it kind of gamifies the whole brushing experience. For it's those really of you who need to be tricked into keeping your mouth clean. Or just want a little more fun in the bathroom. I don't know. I love to gamify shit. If pooping in the tub has lost all of its fun, you can now you gamify can, brushing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and beyond the brush, obviously, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine, including the anti-cavity toothpaste, the floss, the refillable gum, the mouthwash, all sorts of stuff. So, and in addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5. And shipping is free. So you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of that in-store shopping. So, if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you're going to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash banter. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Quip! The Good Habits Company. Gotta make good habits out of your dumb shit. Make good habits out of your dumb shit with Quip. <laughs> Clean your dirty butt <laughs> at Target. Take one of those smart motors and put it in your ass with Quip. <laughs> Guys, Factor. We're talking Factor 75, Factor, however you want to call it. I don't know about you guys, but I think the summer is for relaxing. Not going to the grocery store, cooking, doing tons of dish. With Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery... You can rest easy knowing that you eat well without the work. Plus, they have tons of balanced and delicious add-ons like smoothies, shakes, snacks, and it's all perfect for staying on track during all your summer activities. <laughs> Factor makes it easy to eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and everything in between with fresh, never-frozen meals that are so delish, you won't even believe their nutrition. You can feel good all summer with those calorie smart and keto options, expertly portioned to keep you on track towards your goals and perfectly satisfied. Guys, you know, you've heard this. Caloric intake is kind of the secret to maintaining a healthy uh, weight balance, whatever, whatever you want to say. But that caloric intake is really important. 1,200 calories, 1,800 calories, whatever you do a day, it's really important. And I know it's hard to do that because you don't want to count calories and shit. 
Well, Factor just does it for you. That's right, it's the pre-portioned meals delivered right to your door that are the secret ingredients. Like, this is all I need for breakfast. This is all I need for lunch. This is all I need for dinner. If you want a little couple of snacks in between, push those calories up a little bit, God bless you. Do it. But I just love that they're pre-portioned. You don't have to really do all the work in figuring out if you're getting the right amount of calories or getting too many or not enough, whatever. But it's a busy summer, so don't even worry about it. Factor will bring you all those dang meals, and they're flexible. You can change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals a week to keep you covered when things get crazy. You're like, oh, man, I, I, I don't have time to go to the grocery. Fuck it. I'm going to do, do these meals. I'm going to do these Factor meals. Easy peasy. It really, that's when um, you screw up your, your diet is when you don't have the time or patience to either meal prep or whatever and you get super over hungry and then you opt for way less healthy stuff like this weekend when i was driving i had fast food like four times it's easy it's quick and uh it, you know i would have loved to have some pre-portioned right? out meals to take with me just so i felt better i know like you know? meal prepping things like that there's all sorts of tricks yeah but i've found the easiest is when someone else does the work for you yeah and you're just like well i've got this cooler full of these meals and this is just what i'm gonna eat i'm gonna eat healthy i'm gonna have these calories and that's that and it's gonna make me feel better yeah and and have more energy and all that stuff and guys look if you're like, but I'm vegan or I'm keto or whatever, they offer that. There's vegan, veggie, keto, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more. Okay, so there's a lot of good stuff here. So go to factor75.com slash banter120 and use that code banter120 to get $120 off. How yeah. cool is that? That's so many dollars off. Think about what you could do with all those dollars. Buy a tank of gas. It's kind of a lot, but listen carefully. The code is banter120. You go to factor75.com slash banter120. You, you don't that. think that we don't know that that's a lot of numbers? Yeah, I, think it, I think it speaks for itself because it's like, even though it is a lot of numbers, it's like $120 off. It's called Factor 75. So you go factor75.com slash banter120. The show's dynamic banter. It comes every Friday. So it's factor75.com slash banter every Friday 120. And also <laughs> six days a week you can listen to the show. So it's banter120 every Friday, six days a week. And you can go ahead and call us at. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Factor 75. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. All right. Real quick before we get into the history roads, I we talked a little bit about this before the show, but I'm a little sad I'm not at Comic-Con just because I'm seeing all the fucking cool <coughs> shit. Yeah. Like, there's this Severance thing. You can go and, like, be a part of Severance. Like, you're in Severance, right? They got the computers. You look for the scary numbers. You can have, like, the jazz party and stuff. Look. They fucking know, man. They know how to get these pop culture obsessed nerds mm -hmm. to want to go and be a part of this thing. Mm -hmm. And then they have these social media obsessed nerds posting every aspect of it 
that you can't help but see. And I'm, a, I'm also a part of this. This is me I'm talking about. Because I love posting every second of a cool thing I'm doing because I will forget. <laughs> I want a log of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm seeing my friends post all this shit. And like, you know, man, I used to get on the train with my brother and like my cousin and some friends. And we would just take the train from Oxnard to San Diego, the Amtrak. And we go to Comic-Con. Like, you know, since like 1999 or something. Yeah. 2001. But but it was like such a fun time. And I'm seeing pictures of people that are like, the train... The com- the train to Comic Con is back, baby, and people are like taking pictures on the train and shit. And I'm like, man, those are some good memories that I have of doing that. Yes. But it's also just not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And COVID is like rampant again, and ha- just has been. It hasn't really stopped. But so there's things that I'm like, I'm glad I'm not there about. But I'm also kind of sad I'm not in the middle of all that pop culture. Yeah, that shit. Out. Yeah. But man, they know how to fucking draw us in. The us nerds that love that shit. Yeah. But Comic-Con's happening right now, and I'm just a little sad, so whatever. We're still going to do fun shit in L.A. Like, Nope came out today, the new Jordan Peele. What is that about? Dude, as far as I know, it's about aliens. Cool. Right? That's a, that's all I know. That's all I want to know. That's all they're giving. Oh, that's great. It's giving aliens. It's giving aliens. Yeah. Like, at one point, there's, like, someone on a horse, and there's a big shadow, like, covering it. Like, a big alien ship is coming. So, and, dude, I fucking love Jordan Peele. I mean, Mm. the guy makes, like, masterpieces. Yeah. Very talented. So good. So, I'm, like, dying to see it. So, there's a bunch of fun shit happening this weekend still anyway. Dude, horror things are starting. Like, Halloween horror stuff. Like, there's this thing happening near Pierce College in the Valley. And it's this huge, like, haunted house convention mm-hmm. where they, like, show off the latest haunted house technology. Like, holograms and, like, spooky pop-out things. Yeah. And me and the boys like to get super high and just go and check out all this shit and mm-hmm. laugh at everything. And, and, and so it's starting in July, which is so awesome because I love the Halloween horror season yeah the fact that it's starting in july makes me so happy yeah yeah. it's like yeah. christmas for fucked up people. It, it is it totally <laughs> is it totally is that's fine i hope you have a good anyway, time so yeah so despite comic-con giving me fomo there's still a bunch of sh- cool shit going on and that's why i love this town dude like, they uh if if i may also get nerdy for a second get in there baby i there's this um there's this website that like keeps track of all like the wrestling figures that come oh, out and wrestling yeah. figures are, it's such a fucking huge business. Um, so they're at Comic-Con and they always release like what they're going to do for that year. And it's getting, I honestly think that the majority of the people who buy these things are like my age because the things they come out with, they're getting so niche with the throwback figures that they have like wrestlers in outfits from such specific times that it's so fucking fun. They have this one thing like Hulk Hogan came out with a fucking like, I think it was a WCW thing where he came out in like this really cheesy fucking like 
Roman Emperor helmet. <laughs> Just randomly, like I do. I mean, there might have been a story reason, but it doesn't matter. Remember, we went a couple years ago, and I really wanted this figure that was the Shockmaster. And he was upside down in oh, his yeah. package. Yeah, like it because was like it was about this guy who got introduced <laughs> one time and he blew his entrance and he fell coming through this like fake wall. It's like that. Now they have tons of shit like that it's, every year. It's like uh, it's like uh, um, inside jokes. Yeah, but like things that are immortalized in wrestling lore. Dude. Because Even, they were on TV and play like memes, like yeah. figures for memes, essentially. Like I remember, because every year Comic Con does their Comic Con exclusives, too, uh -huh, yeah, which sometimes are weird shit like that. Um, uh, like the other year where we went, it was the Macho Man, yes, the dude, Slim Jim version. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and the packaging looks like the Slim Jim packaging you'd see in Seven Eleven. Yeah, before they rip the top part off, and then all the Slim Jims are in there. Right, but it's got like Macho Man because Macho Man was the Slim Jim spokesman. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's something I'll never forget. No, like that was that dominated our like TV watching world. Yeah, yeah, Beavis and Butthead commercial break would have. Oh yeah! yeah. Eat this meat, you little fuck! Ripping up the generic-looking bag of chips. Yeah, it just said chips on it. Remember how fucking red he was? <laughs> shoving sticks in the like. I remember he just <laughs> shoved the sticks in the kids, them. like nine of them at a time. <laughs> oh yeah! Need a little excitement? Oh, the show is sticking your mouth. Like there's a funeral and the kid's like real sad. <laughs> Macho Man bursts. You don't need a dad. You need dried meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <clears throat> All right. Um, I love it, man. We're we're always gonna be nerds for toys and shit because yes. we're '80s kids. Yes. Um. All right. How do we? How do I do this? Dude, tell me if you think that this is something. Okay. I, I think maybe it's just because of when we grew up, but I feel like the 80s was very distinct, had its own distinct personality, yeah. the 70s and the 90s. And then I feel like every year from the year 2000 to 2022 has been the same year. Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. We need a different year. I'd be lying if I said that we need a different year. <laughs> All right. I found out long ago. Look down and bleeding profusely. <laughs> it's just goddammit, dude. <sighs> I got a hair on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> there's a little bit of there's a little lint on my shirt. Guys, welcome to the History Road portion of the show. As you know, dynamicbanter at gmail.com is the email address to email your History Roads to. And what is a History Road? Well, half of what we get are not really History Roads. <laughs> history Roads originally were memories in the form of stories that you would tell us if you felt like that memory was worth sharing with us. <clears throat> exactly. And, and now... They are... It's bonkers. It's bonkers. madness. It's, uh, it's unfiltered. It's you guys saying whatever the fuck you want to us. Also, like, have you seen this? <laughs> right. Which is not really a Which I'm sure we have. have at this point. <laughs> if you're thinking of sending us a, man, I bet the boys haven't seen this. <laughs> trust me, we've seen it. <laughs> it's unavoidable. Pretty, pretty regularly. You know how you've seen it? <laughs> we've seen it. Us too. <laughs> um... Neil deGrasse Tyson sends an email <laughs> from the Neil deGrasse Tyson at gmail.com. Grass Tyson sends an email saying, Yes, you can. I've done it. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Is that all it says? Uh, yeah. Marty Clark sends History Road saying, Best ro- best wrestling promo. Speaking of. Yeah. Uh, Marty says, Hey there, sweet BBBBBBBBB boys. I was recently reminded of this pretty funny clip and thought you guys needed to see it. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, Mike has. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure Mike has. <laughs> Maybe I haven't. Maybe it's, I haven't. It's been called the greatest wrestling promo ever. One of those accidentally hilarious moments from the wacky world of big sweaty men. <laughs> Honky honk one time. Honky. Marty from Parts Unknown. Okay, here we go. This is apparently the... The, uh... The... <laughs> Best wrestling promo ever. Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Let's go now to that interview. Folks, there's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. Probably the hardest match I ever had in my life. But I don't like it when things aren't my, going my way. Fast. Motley Cruz, you turned the tables on me. You turned the tables in a wrong way. You've got me mad now. I've stood around. I've listened to everything you had to say. I've did everything necessary. But when you turn around and you backstab me one way or another and you cheat me out of what's rightfully mine, that's when I get angry. Now I'm the one doing the challenging. I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me. This time, I'm going full Force. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Now let's go to. 
<laughs> that was the problem is he didn't go full force the first time. That's all he had to do to win was go full force the what first he, time. What if all he had to do was go full force? That is, it seems like that was his plan the second time around. He's like, I'm not going to go full force on this guy. I'm going to take it easy. Dude, that was, that was, that'll never happen again, by the way. That kind of. Yeah, just because they took these guys who like knew the craft of physical like wrestling but they know. knew how to do moves and stuff <laughs> and they were like okay now you need to sell your story to the people at home so they'll watch tv so we can sell advertising <laughs> right. so they need to be invested in your story but they didn't give them scripts or anything <laughs> they just let them make so up we're their just own like, shit okay you're you're fighting him on sunday come up with a reason why he turned around and then i turned around so we're both around <laughs> He turned completely around. I was still looking that way. He backstabbed me, and now I'm going full force. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, in. Sure, I'm not going to watch it, but I understand what happened. <laughs> I'm not going to be excited about it yeah. at all. Just so good. And then that's what makes, like, the wrestlers who were so good at that, mm. that is what makes that even more impressive. Oh, yeah. Like fucking Macho Man is famous forever, and he was the the Slim Jim guy. Yeah, because he could be like, okay, good. you're fighting Hulk Hogan. Here's why you're mad. Tell him why you're mad. And his reason he was mad was way more interesting than the reason that guy yeah. was mad. And the best ones were the ones that like could set like Ric Flair could have. He could sell anything to anyone, even if they didn't give him like. He was like, all right, I got it. Just give me like a microphone in five minutes. Right. And, I, and I'll get, yeah, these yeah. are just sweet talkers, mm-hmm. charming folks. It was the best. They're real charming folks. <sighs> now it's like they're so afraid of that happening that they have to script out every word. I know. They're like, we can't have any more. And I really don't understand that because... What happens when somebody screws up on TV? It becomes a meme. Yeah. And everyone passes that around. And then everyone's like, what the fuck is that from? So I really do think that just letting them do whatever, even if, um, dude, I was listening to a, a mustache hair. I was listening to a wrestling podcast the other day and he was talking about how bad TV is so much more so much better than boring TV. Like there's nothing oh, worse yeah. than boring any kind of content. Yeah, I agree. boring is nothing. You I don't want to do You're like that wasted my time. Uh, but yeah. really be- think about how much shit you send to someone because it's amazing. Yeah. And then think about how much shit you send to someone because it's bad. Like that. Dude, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I would rather been- watch bad TV over boring TV any day. Dude, I'm so with you on that. Yeah. Like, we've been watching sci-fi movies in VR. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're sci-fi sequels. Uh-huh. And we've been watching real bad shit. Like, real bad. Yeah. Like, boring bad. Not good bad. Yeah, that's the worst. And it's like a nightmare. Yeah. Because it's, like, not even funny. When it tries to be good, but it's just bad. And, and it... It's hard it's to, you can't manufacture good, bad either. Mm-hmm. It has to just happen. Yeah. And, and so uh, much of wrestling, like if you have independent shows around you with people just kind of learning how to do it in like high school gymnasiums, a lot of times they'll be good, bad. Oh yeah. And you gotta go to Dude, those. Like I've been super into cringe, like we were talking about <laughs> lately. Like cringe is like what I live off yeah. of. That was kind of, that's that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna make it. 
it's gets you full force next time. <laughs> my, my big problem was coming at a half force. And then, the first thing I could say is, uh, and I said, the first thing I could say is you're not going to get out of here alive. <laughs> and the next thing, the next and thing the next I could thing say, I can say is I'm coming, coming I, down. I'm gonna, as a matter of fact, come get you. <laughs> And I'm coming around, and this time it really got me mad now. <laughs> I'm getting so mad right now. <laughs> With a big smile on his face. He just happened to be on TV. I'm so mad. Am I? Am I? <laughs> Hashem sends the history road saying about flying shoes and spreading the word of DB. Flying shoes? Hello, dynamic baby boys. Hi. This is one of your two Iraqi fans. Oh, yeah. The other is my sister Zara Z. Nice. Big fan of your clothes. Sister Z. From way back in the source fed days. That's tight. Yeah, thank you. I want to first say, listening to you two fine gentlemen make very loud noises these years has been one of the better aspects of my adult life and always brightens my day. <laughs> also, I'm glad we got to see you both at your show in Brooklyn back in December. <laughs> my sister, one horn honk, please. Dude, I'd like to think that every time you hit the whoa guy it's him like with a microphone in the corner of the studio like trying to see if he could hit the note from that song <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's still, still trying. trying he's still I trying i promise you i'll get it and i'm gonna go full force and that's gotta be like a high c or something. <laughs> he's trying he's going full force <laughs> My sister was especially ecstatic, and it meant the world to her, so uh, so for that I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Anywho, now on to the history road. What was he thanking us for? Uh, the show at Brooklyn. Oh, great. Yes, yeah, sister a fun time. was ecstatic. It meant the world to yeah, her. To which see is us. available in full uh, at the Patreon. That's right. Right, Kevin? That's right. Yeah. Kevin says yes. I've been working at a lab in my university, and I have a lot of time just sitting there doing repetitive experiments, so I took that chance to listen through the past 15-ish episodes in a few sittings. In episode 308, Sparin' Karen, towards the end, you start wondering about a guy that threw a shoe at the president. I remember that. As soon as you said this, I realized you were talking about Bush Jr., and an Iraqi journalist whose name you don't have to pronounce. Long story short, I found myself talking about your podcast and the shoe incident with my lab members and discussing how the guy got like a three-year sentence uh. for the tossing of the footwear and whether or not that was fair judgment. Anyways, it was served as a good way to introduce my lab members to your psychedelic dream of a podcast. Dude, talking about like serious political issues. For, um, like, for like, where'd you hear that second. from? <laughs> yeah. oh, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you said he went to jail for three years, and there's more about this. Huh, well, let's listen to the podcast. <laughs> let's listen to it. <laughs> you need to fill it with your cum. Yeah. You. 
Uh, you have three more fans, maybe, I hope. Thanks for all the good times and not good times. I hope I get to hear you boys yell at the microphone for years to come. You're Iraqi Hashem Nasrallah. Thank you very much, Hashem. Oh, we got a first ever submission from Chris Gomez saying, Hi, Mike and Steve. My name Chris. is Chris, and my social security number is four. Oh, wow. He got in there early. Yeah, he must be an old man. I've been a fan for years and was happily able to meet you both at your live podcast event at Comic-Con a few years back. Dude, I've been getting reminders of that. Yeah, somebody sent a clip. A clip, yeah. 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 Is that episode on our HeadGum feed? I have no idea. Because that's an episode, isn't it? Yeah, because we, we recorded ads. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I remember we told them we had to do ads. And they, they were like, you have to do ads on our uh, Twitch stream? Correct. Like, yeah, technically. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. But I love that they le- they believed in us so much. They were like, yeah, do your podcast on Head... On, uh, not Head... Uh, Skybound. Yeah. I don't have a history road as my life isn't super interesting, but I do have a video of an MLB player a few years back forgetting he's mic'd up and telling his teammate about a story where he pooped his pants. (laughs) And I figured it would get a chuckle out of both of you. Love you both. Keep up the awesome content. Remember when I was like, if you're thinking of sending us something saying, man, I I bet you guys haven't seen this. (laughs) And I'm like, We've seen it. I haven't seen this. Great. This is a perfect case uh, scenario. This is someone named George Brett. George Brett's great. Hall of Famer. And here he is talking, not knowing he's mic'd up. (laughs) I did. Went out and had a great meal. Just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got a shit. I had fucking shit in my pants. I went and Damn, we're missing so much of the story. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. Shit your pants. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, is this this is like a man thing? Men ask each other, "When was the last time you shit your pants?" Uh huh. Uh-huh. For some because reason, it's very rarely not a good story. Exactly. Yeah, but like you can't. It's like a conversation you can't really have. Unless you're with your gross dudes, you know what I mean? I just feel like the more I learn about women, that they also do that, but they, they don't totally like, do that. we, the difference is that men like brag about it. And are very open about it. The difference yeah. is girls will talk about it in, in the privacy of their own, like, Because it's not like they don't know how funny it is. Right. They're like, I'll kill you if this information ever gets it's, out, but you gotta yeah. hear this fucking <laughs> Yeah, story. I'll fucking kill you. And men are like, call CNN. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I got the best shit. Like, if you had a room full of men and you were like, raise your hand if you think you have the best shit your pants story. If you think you've had the most shit in your pants. Everyone would raise their hand, I think. (laughs) And every one of them would be pretty good. There was a dude at the Salem show who told me how he shit his pants um, on the motorcycle on ride on the way to Salem. No way. And I said, well, that's interesting and gross. And then he sent me a picture of his underwear um on Instagram a, a couple days afterwards and I said I don't need that 
and I don't want that. Wow, he really sent you a picture of his shitty yeah, underwear? Yeah, yeah. And then like couldn't understand why I wouldn't want to see that. I mean, maybe they're mixing us up because I think I'd yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have ever shit your pants, send that send to Send it Steve. to me instead. Um, but don't but go it's looking one of those for... things where it's like yeah. you get uh, an unread message <laughs> and it says like picture or whatever yeah and you have to press it right. to make the unread to message go open yeah. and then he sent me another picture after i said i don't need that and i was just like delete, Blah, delete. yeah <laughs> out yeah yeah i get that <laughs> totally because you get, get one chance yeah yeah you really like, do every time you dm me it's like eminem <laughs> preparing for a rap battle and you got one shot um there's more to this george brett thing Okay. I was in Vegas a couple of years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Second Shane Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. He just came in, I gotta give them to you guys. Brings I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. So I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I gotta get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby and all of a sudden I go, oh fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking. I'm I'm fucked. I can't move. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, your chest piece. felt all right. I went just like this. Water down his leg. I had that so food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket, tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking. Something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, to check how sick I was, tell you how sick I was. Then I'm standing outside and I got on my cell phone and I call the guy. Oh, damn, cut out. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm. I tell him where I'm standing. Okay. He finds the closest bathroom. The we we'll go up the escalator. We go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So then he finds the closest bathroom. Yeah, I'll sign it. You just gotta stand it right there. Just stay there. Yeah, I'll lean it. I'll yeah, lean it. my friend will come right. <laughs> get it. Don't get too close. No pictures. In the lobby of the hotel, and then I get in the escalator, and he kind of sounds like he dropped something, so no one gets behind me. Tells me where it is. I go in there. He goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall. Somebody and I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. Double tapered shit. True story. <laughs> <laughs> like the person across from him was going, uh-uh. No way. <laughs> True story. Fuck, Dude, that's so funny. Chris, what a great first submission. You got one of the rare, we've never heard this. Yeah, but you also, good. you bought yourself another 500 of those. Yeah, uh, yeah. People will never stop sending us stuff on the off chance that we haven't seen it. Um, We'll do one more, and then we'll say goodbye. Where are we at? A minute 17. George Brett. Wow. Yawison. For some reason, their name shows up as Yawison. Okay. Like Yowie, son. 
It's a short history road. Scary story. Spooky oopsies. <laughs> and it's coming out of, out of my shoes and into my hat. I feel corn in my toes. Dude, it's fill, did it fill up his boots? He said he left his shoes, so... He said he was stepping in his shoes and it was coming out like water. <laughs> if he only had a bathtub. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he falls into a fountain and shits himself. Yawison says, hello, microwave and shovel. First history road, though I've... Oh, a bunch of firsts. Though I've been listening for a very long time. I'm whipping out the fattest juiciest experience I ever did live through <coughs> to shock your balls off Damn. for my very first email. Remember that um, that what was that? Well, microwave? Is that camera also an air fryer? Remember when Spider the amazing <laughs> Spider-Man met uh, the shocker for the first time? He's like, I'm gonna shock your fucking balls off, Spider-Man. I do. This is this is for his first email. He wants to shock our balls. He says this is super special to me. Love you, big boys. Hope you enjoy. Once upon a midnight eerie, I woke up something with something in my head. Couldn't escape the memory of a phone call and uh, what you said. Like a game show contestant with a parting gift, I could not, not believe, believe my eyes. eyes. When I saw through the thoughts of a trusted friend, humor me and tell humor me lies. Me and tell me lies. I said, humor me and tell me lies. And well, I'll lie I too. like coffee and I like tea. But <laughs> and as we seek, so shall we find. And when you're feeling open, I'll still be here, but not without a certain degree of fear. Well, what will be with you and me? I can still see things, hopefully. But you... Why you want to give me the runaround? It's a surefire way to speed things up when all it does is slow me down. Hmm. If you need the rest of the story, please contact me. And there's a phone number. That would be I'll impossible. That would be impossible because you'll be blocked <laughs> as soon as Steve's done reading. That. <laughs> It's actually impossible. <laughs> that I'll can't be that the last one. one. We can't end on that. Uh, <laughs> Kevin sends an email, not this one, that says short history road so Steve doesn't have to read too much. Bless. Hello, Michelin and Star. I'm a two horn honk, yeasty, thick boy currently living in Cape Coral, Florida. Coral! Stop it! I don't really have a story to share for this. I just wanted to write <laughs> like in same email and say, <laughs> once upon a midnight eerie, no, and say thank you for this hilarious podcast. Like many others who have written to you, your podcast has helped me through my anxiety and depression and given me the respite in some troubling time, giving me respite in troubling times. I listen to it while I work as I mostly work alone, and it makes me feel like I have funny coworkers slash friends to joke around with. That's fun. It takes a lot of talent and dedication to get on one podcast and be funny for an hour or more every week, much less doing it for multiple podcasts. My toxic trait is thinking I could do it too. 
You can, but please don't. Thanks for all the hard work you two and your team, maybe not Ryan, do. And no, no there are people who get a lot out of it, not just laughs. P.S. I brew beer for a brewery in Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. If you're ever in town, you have a beer waiting for you on me. In the off chance the topic of beer comes up on the podcast, like Miller Genuine Draft, and you have questions, give me a ring. You put his number in there? He did put his number in there. Do we end it with a call? What are we What are we asking about, beer? Yeah. Say, so what's to do with beer? Yeah, all right. Uh, while Steve's getting that together, I'll say this Saturday, the 22nd at 8.30, I'll be in North Hollywood at shoebox comedy it's a fun show i've done it before and then on the 28th i keep accidentally saying the 27th and 26th but i believe it's the 28th is the surrounded show as part of the jfl 40 in montreal quebec canada great job mike thank you and here's here we go kevin i'm call, we're calling kevin Hello, is this Kevin? This is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Steve and Mike from Dynamic Banter. Holy shit. What's up, guys? Hi, buddy. Are you having a good day? You having a good day? I am having a great day. It is uh, very hot in Florida right now. I imagine it's probably hot for you guys, too. It's absolutely hot as balls here in Los Angeles. I hate it. You got that extra (laughs) humidity, though. You got to cut through. Yes. Can yeah, you do anything is, about that? It doesn't really get below like eighty uh, at night here. Yeah, yeah. What do you do about that? Like, how do you how do you find relief? Um, uh, usually cold showers is the best thing. Yeah, uh, that sounds and nice. Staying out of the outside. You ever think about us when you're in the shower? Uh, sometimes. Can I ask you actually, if there's? I do. I do actually bring you guys into the shower with me occasionally. Can no, I not. ask you if there's something else you think about while you're in the shower? You ever think about how you might need scissors? <laughs> um, I do uh, need to cut myself out of the shower. The uh, the uh, shower curtain gets a little bit sticky on the side of the shower. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> also, I think that sometimes my I feel like my hair is too long in the shower, and I'm like, dang it. I wish I could cut off some of these long hairs. If I only had scissors. If only I had scissors in the shower. You ever think that, Kevin? This uh, this sounds like you're asking me for a, for an investment opportunity. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Do you, unless you want to. Unless, I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> Do you ever drink beer in the shower, Kevin? Uh, you know, that's one thing I haven't tried. I've, I've, seen, uh, I've seen lots of uh, Reddit posts about people drinking beer in the shower. Uh, but it seems like a lot of fun. There's yes. also a whole subreddit about eating an orange while taking a shower. Why is that? <laughs> like it's a nice treat or something. <laughs> it's like uh, eating in the forest. Yeah. Rainforest. So we got a question for you really quick, Kevin, and then we'll let you go because I'm sure you're busy making beer. <laughs> but here's our question from Mike and I. What's the deal with beer? What's the deal with beer? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's been around for a long time, and we just can't seem to shake it. And I, to me, it tastes like rusty water. 
You can't see water. If you can't seem to shake it, there's a product that might be able to help you out. What if we told you there's a way to cut beer out of your life? <laughs> As someone who, uh, who makes, makes beer for a living, I, I hope you don't cut beer out of your well, life. I want you no, just, we're uh, already in the process. <laughs> well, that's what we do here at Cut Beer, Cutting Beer, at Beer Cutters. Today we're cutting. We're, we're today's sponsor is called Beer Cutters. Are you sick of beer? <laughs> you ever sit down for a nice cold glass yes. of Miller? Can you, <laughs> you, gonna... you really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Kevin. I love you. I hope you have a great day. Please name a beer after us at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. If you guys are ever in the in the area, let me <laughs> guys i want to thank you all for listening to the show uh you know we always have a good time here <laughs> I, I, I don't want steve just cut the the phone cord on that, on that young man he cut the call short this call is a little long <laughs> this call this call needs a trim how do we trim this call up a little bit Thank you for the email, Kyle. I, uh, I don't drink beer. I don't think Mike drinks beer either. I don't really but... like beer. I tried for a long time. I, I don't like it. Well, uh, but I would try your beer, dude. I would totally try your beer. Yeah, me and Steve will split a beer. Yeah. Give us like a whole beer in two glasses. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll have that. Yeah. Give us one of those flights. Yeah. Give us a flight. Exactly. Yeah. And then we'll hit a, a sorority brother in the ass with a paddle. Fly us to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so we can hit a sorority man <laughs> um, and drink your beer. Dude, thank you for that email and uh, appreciate you listening to our show in the shower. It's a little weird, I guess, but I don't Whatever. Know. Touch your dick and listen to the show. I don't Clean give a your shit. asshole while you listen to us. Yes. And make sure. Kevin, thank you for what you do over there, buddy. You're a good producer. Thank you for Kevin's what you been, do in the shadows, Kevin. Kevin's doing great behind the scenes on the show and the Patreon. And I want to thank all you Patreon members for, uh, you know, like being so supportive and also like inadvertently re-engaging our our like creative warp drives. Because now we're like, well, Kel, what else can we serve to these? fine folks that are yeah we just got done out. recording something where we called a bunch of you guys a lot of you guys don't pick up despite <laughs> yeah giving us your number we we and yeah you know it's good to be wary of of blocked calls yeah that'll keep you safe for, for those of you that are like what the hell happens on this patreon like I, i'm not a patron but it, but it sounds interesting like mike said we just did a video where we asked people on our patreon to provide their phone numbers and and give us a question yeah for us to answer and so we shot this video where we called some of you guys and then before that we did like q and a's and we're putting all sorts of fun stuff there. but we're also doing more involved stuff like um like just weird sketches and, yeah. and kind of out of the box stuff yeah, yeah. You, you, we're really excited for you guys to see some of the stuff we're cooking up for sure. Yes. Quite literally and also figuratively. So, so thank, thank you, you to the whole team. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Leah. Leah? 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 Ryan. Ryan. Thank you to Ryan. And Leah. Lion. And Kevin. And Steve. And Mike. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time on... That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>